views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio, TransformationRadio.fm, WBLQ, KKNW, CRN, and any other place that you're thinking, how am I actually listening to this show? I, I don't even know because she didn't mention how I'm listening. Well, so she came across my very special guest today, Austin Muse, and, and here he is. He's talking about crowdfunding. But he's calling it in his fabulous book, Startup Fever, and how crowdfunding will rebuild the American dream. And uh, we had put out there for you guys that we had some questions we wanted you to send in. And, of course, we have those questions. Since we went on this journey and started to look into crowdfunding, in the short period of time we mentioned it to all of you guys, the statistics on crowdfunding have changed now four times the projections have changed and yet many people are walking around dazed and confused about what it is but more importantly how to be successful at it that's why we wanted to do this show and that's why this is so important because it really is important for you to find someone that absolutely can talk about um, something in life to help us fulfill our dreams, but most importantly, so that we can step up and step in to a world that is about thriving and do it in a, in a way that catches the wave of this phenomenon called crowdfunding. Austin, it is great to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It is my pleasure to be here. So, so I want to talk with you a little bit um, about uh, you for a minute, if we could. Um, there are many, many things that, that uh, you do in your life. But one of the things that I want to pinpoint is that you really are an entrepreneur. And and being an entrepreneur, 10 years ago was literally an anomaly. But in the world today, after the 10 years we've been through, becoming an entrepreneur is something now that people are eager to learn more about. And I wanted to ask you, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you had to overcome so that you could show up here today 
and not only be the author of this book, uh, a much-needed book, but to also help other people carve out the lives they want. Well, with regards to challenges, I always believe that our greatest challenges are going to come internally. Anything that happens to us externally is really just a representation of our internal process. So really it was about conquering all the different bad habits and or learned uh, kind of failure mechanisms inside myself so that I was able to come into the outside world and be confident and you know have success and react to it in an appropriate way and in a way that um, would, would be benevolent towards all those around me. And uh, this book, I think, is a, is a result of that that I wrote because I, I really wrote it with the aspiring entrepreneur in mind, uh, someone who might have, you know, have a vague idea of entrepreneurialism or might be a, a veteran entrepreneur, but is looking for something even, even deeper because I, I think that that was the hardest part about my quest was finding the deeper purpose behind it all. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I knew I needed to make money, this and that, pay rent. But beyond that, I knew that there also was some, you know, grander purpose to the scheme, um, scheme of things as well. So I wrote this book to, you know, try and address both issues. You know, I love this because the thing that really annoyed me uh, quite a bit is the fact that we're, there, there are so many people out in the world, entrepreneurs, business people, you know, self-help folks that clearly are talking to us that the American dream, dream is dead. And I love that what you're to, I don't believe that because, you know, I think I'm living it. But a lot of people do. And, you know, they're asking millions of people in our country to redefine their lives in different ways. But I love that you are really taking on the idea that we can rebuild the American dream. And I wanted to talk with you about that because you know, it is true about what you said. I mean, what is your intention? What is each of our intentions in the world? Are we here to do good? And I wanted to ask you about this idea of rebuilding the American dream and how important it is to you in the world. I think it's very, very important. And as far as I'm concerned, as long as I'm still alive, there is an American dream. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm living the dream. <laughs> I think people just realize that the dream we had been sold of corporate America and the white picket fence and the this and the that, it was good to a point, but we also need more than that. We need more than the security and the comfortable lifestyle. I don't think we as humanity anymore um, are, are comfortable with that security. And I think people can tell by the state of relationships and divorces and this and that in our country that that kind of paradigm is, you know, crumbling at the seams. So we might need something more sustainable in terms of, you know, emotional disposition to go along with the, the material security as well. Well, you know, I, I've mentioned the term crowdfunding several times on the show and, you know, over the past bunch of weeks. And, you know, many people are really... Uh, really dazed and confused about the topic. And we have, as a team, by the way, we've set out on a mission. We started our mission about eight months ago to really figure out, you know, what is crowdfunding? How does it work? How can we be successful? And what we discovered along the way is that there are many forms of crowdfunding. But one of the most important things we discovered is 
while billions of dollars have been made, and this is, uh, I'd love for you to comment on this, only a handful of people that actually venture out to do crowdfunding meet their objective. Is that a true fact? This is a true fact. And this really points out the fact that crowdfunding is just like starting a small business. So when you get um, these small business statistics, I would imagine that they line up pretty closely with the crowdfunding statistics. Um, because a lot of people go into it with a very overly optimistic attitude, and that's fine. That's not a big deal, but the early days of kind of going viral without a whole lot of effort have kind of come and passed. You know, maybe in the the first days of crowdfunding that was possible, but now it really just represents a great, great platform and a and a way to streamline all of your small business efforts at a way lower cost than any other traditional business would have been able to do in the past, especially something like a brick and mortar or a you know even an online store where you'd require some sort of uh, storage space, perhaps. Um, so this really represents a low, low risk opportunity to try and launch a dream. And this way, if your dream doesn't go the first time, uh, it, you can try, try again without the massive overhead that you would have had to um, you know, uh, take a hit on previously. And I think the statistics of second chance campaigns are pretty high actually, yeah. comparatively. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing is you know, it shows if you stick to it, there's, there's a lot of potential. And you know what I love about this is I love what you said about, okay, look, it, you, you know, we need to approach it as a startup, uh, a startup, you know, business, so to speak. And uh, don't give up before the miracle happens. You know, right? That's what we're talking about. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk about why this is a must read. You know, what is it about what Austin has put together that talk to us about unlimited potentials. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with him about what is it that he's learned works and what uh, should we stay away from. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris. This is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit LimeLightRadio.com. 
Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Ali Katz. Join Ali and Dr. Pat as Ali introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less, live more. To learn more about Ali, visit livemoreradio.com. Be a leader as a way of life. Reclaim leadership over your domain with Ascended Master Moses. Meditation workshop led by Wendy R. Wolf and Lynn Brown. Friday, January 30th at the Key Center Building in Bellevue. Live out your unique and significant role in this lifetime for the betterment of your soul as well as the universe as a whole. Come practice opening to your inner voice. Be the difference only you can make in your world. To register, go to HealGrowShine.com or email Wendy at WendyRWolf.com. Calling all healers, you are invited to the Garden of Earthly Delights at the annual Women of Wisdom Community Pampering Day for Women, May 30th at North Seattle College. We're looking for a variety of practitioners and experts in the art of energy healings, intuitive readings, and bodywork. If you are a practitioner of the healing arts, we invite you to share your gifts with the WOW community. Email us at wow at womenofwisdom.org. The following audio is via a Skype call. Today, I uh, know I'm feeling good today. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, for those of you out there that have some questions that you want to find out more about, what is this crowdfunding thing? One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Mr. Benny, will write down your question, and then we'll pop the question up on air, and Austin will give us some help. Uh, Austin, before we do that, why don't you go ahead and give out your website and let folks know how they can get a copy of the book before we jump into the conversation here. My website, for those who are interested, is uh, www.crowdfundforlife, F-O-R-life.com. And they can find the book on Amazon if they just uh, type in Startup Fever um, or Startup Fever, How Crowdfunding Will Rebuild the American Dream. Either of those, and they should be able to find both the ebook and the paperback. I love it. I want to talk with you about a couple of things. And let's start off with a conversation about who, you know, who are the candidates for crowdfunding? You know, there have been some articles that have come out and said, oh, this is for young people. And, you know, I, I'm just not really sure that this is just for a select group of people. What have you discovered on your way to discovering crowdfunding? <laughs> no, and maybe that's... we should tell people what it is. Crowdfunding at the base level, that's a good point. Crowdfunding at the base level is just raising funds through a bunch of smaller donations, generally speaking. So instead in the past where you'd had an angel investor or a bank loan, you're instead now reaching out to the community at large via Kickstarter or you know some of the other mainstream sites more notably uh, to ask for donations and or equity funding for your venture, whatever that may be, you know, to fund your dream, so to speak. So that's what crowdfunding is. And, um, yeah. Well, you know, and then, uh, so here's the comment. You know, there are some folks that, and I, I'm really thrilled to be part of an organization. For those of you out there, you've heard me talk about a better world crowdfunding. Uh, but I've really been, you know, having to educate myself 
um, along the way as to what works, what doesn't work, how to have like a false start for things. Um, but, you know, we're living in a world now there, where there are folks like you that could help us along the way. Could you enlighten us as to crowdfunding? Who is it for? And is there a who is it not for audience? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, most definitely. I, um, I forgot to mention. Yeah, you any age can definitely do this. Any age it's, it's applicable for. I mean, I would say that a lot of your promotional uh, efforts will be done via social media and online. So I guess anyone who you know uses some form of technology will probably have a, a better um, a reach per se than people who aren't using technology. Which I guess if you get high enough in a demographic, you know maybe some people aren't using technology as much. But still, it's for anybody because anybody can still reach out the traditional route and get publicity via PR, via magazines, radio, television. So you can always go that route as well. You don't have to just market yourself on social media. And that's probably a big mistake that a lot of people make is thinking this is the only route to do it. Um, so that being said, how to start like a 101 you want to plan eight to 12 weeks before you start a campaign to build your warm audience. You want that warm audience or that warm kind of um, uh, a group of people who have a, a interest in your idea. Uh, if you can't do that, if you can't do the eight weeks, you're really kind of asking for trouble because when you hit the ground, you definitely want to hit the ground running because the biggest statistic I learned, uh, statistic that I learned when I started crowdfunding, was the fact that almost, you know, generally forty to fifty percent of successful campaigns' money is raised in the first three days. So if you know that when you click go on your campaign, if you know that you're not going to raise forty percent in that first three days because you don't have any commitments, then you probably shouldn't pull the trigger. You should wait. You should um, keep building your warm audience. You should keep building your following and realize that Rome wasn't built in a day. There's no real life rush to this. You know, you may be in difficult financial circumstances, this or that, but honestly, it's better to, to wait and be 100% sure that um, you're going to have good momentum in the beginning. And I think that's the biggest key is like if you're doubting yourself, ask, ask an ex uh, expert. You should take uh, take some time and call someone like myself uh, preferably and uh, we can we can give you insights as to you know why or why we don't think you're ready to, to start your campaign and I think this um, this could have helped me immensely um, yeah. in my beginning phases and I think it would help a lot of people out there so warm audience is my, my first big tip I think um, and, you know, and part of this too is some people say that you have to know where to put your project. And I wanted to have you talk about that for a little bit. Um, uh, someone had commented to me, commented to me not too long ago that you know there's there are like are over 500 crowdfunding websites out there. Uh, I picked the wrong one. And I thought to myself, wow, how is that even possible? Is that possible, Austin? It is and it isn't. Here's the deal is if you have a good warm audience, it's not really going to matter a whole heck of a lot which site you're on. Now, if you choose Kickstarter, you're choosing Kickstarter because you think that you're going to get some external traffic. Basically, you're going to get a, a kind of snowball effect where if you get some donations, then other people will just organically look at your page. 
But as more and more people enter into Kickstarter and their numbers double and double, I mean, there's only so many people they can put on their homepage or on the top pages. So the bar is kind of getting higher and higher on a mainstream site like that to, to get that free exposure. So a lot of these newer campaigns, if you have a good warm audience, you can go ahead and use a smaller site. It's not going to hurt you. And you do have extended visibility, but you just definitely need to weigh those options out. Um, generally, people only use Indiegogo if their campaigns don't get accepted for some reason by Kickstarter or don't fall within their parameters because Indiegogo, I don't think, has great referral traffic. Uh, GoFundMe is obviously used for the kind of volunteer or the um, charitable type causes, so that's definitely a good option for that. But again, there's equity funding out there. There's all kinds of different options, so it really depends well what you're doing. So, you know, part of this is really looking at uh, where we are and how government has changed, right? And looking at, you know, a new way to, to, to do business. You know, let's talk about how this has already changed the way we do business. And what do you think the impact's going to be a decade from now? You know, businesses are really moving slowly to adapt to this. There has been a few corpor uh, corporations that have chosen... Um, Kickstarter, I believe, to launch um, some smaller products of theirs, which is good and bad. Uh, but really, it's going to make small businesses way, way more competitive uh, because they're not going to have the overhead that these big box stores and these large kind of giants have. So it's kind of an asymmetrical warfare on big business. And again, this is good and bad, but as big businesses fail, there's just more market share for other people and you know more potential for kind of small business profits to be had. So I think America, generally speaking, is healthier with more small businesses alive and well because there's just uh, less centralized control. And so we have more of a free market and we can you know probably make better buying decisions and get better products. But um, again, that's a that's a big debate, but there's a lot of different changes. And the fact that banking won't exclusively control the small business market or venture capital won't exclusively control the small business market, that's just going to create untold opportunities for people all across the socioeconomic spectrum. I think that's one of the most exciting things is like where poor people in the past you know, couldn't get ahead because they didn't have family help or they didn't have access to, to loans, uh, they can now go straight to the people. And if they put in the hard work, they can be very successful. You know, I, I think that this is, you know, this is something, crowdfunding is something that we are super, super excited about um, and super excited about it for a lot of reasons. Um, one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask you about is the motivational aspect of this. I've had a couple of folks that I've known step off into the world of crowdfunding and kind of like us. I mean, we decided to take the time to figure out that we didn't even know what we didn't know. And so our journey began with, uh, yep, let's put one foot in this new way to do crowdfunding, and then let's take a look at the second foot to get educated and informed. I wanted to have you talk about this when we come back, how uh, you have outlined in this book uh, ways for people to achieve their personal goals, to achieve the steps, the things that they want to achieve through crowdfunding. Um, and that's what I think you've done in this book. You know, you're helping people fill in the gap that we discovered after we started to do crowdfunding, which was 
you know what, Austin? We don't even know what we don't know, okay? We don't even know what we don't know. But now that's why we've got you here. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk about some steps that you could take. Uh, and we're going to talk about, yeah, are you going to take the blue pill or are you going to take the red pill? Which one is it going to be? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to make sure you have Austin's website. And for those of you out there, uh, 1-800-930-2819. Give us, uh, give us a shout. We'll be right back with the show. When I hold you in my arms, I know that I can't do no wrong. And when I hold you in my arms, my love won't do you no know? preceding audio was via a Skype call. This is Lynn Brown from the show Winning at the Game of Life. Listen, it's time to enrich your money stories and open your path to all that you desire. We all have limiting beliefs which we accumulate from our life experiences, ancestors, and past lives. These beliefs block our ability to receive the unlimited flow of abundance that the universe is constantly offering to us. Why are we so emotionally caught up on the word money? It's only one of the many forms of abundance. I'm excited to uncover your unique stories and limiting beliefs around money and abundance, as well as give you tools to release them from your space. It's time to invest in yourself. You deserve everything you ever imagined and more. Call me to schedule a reading at 844-LETTER-B-INTO-IT or letter R, letter U, intuit.com. Lynn was very accurate, and she was so clear in explaining everything to me. I highly recommend Lynn to all of you. Tune in to Prescience Life Radio with host Mia Simone. Mia is devoted to sharing her extensive knowledge on the invisible worlds of energy. Join Mia and discover the science of intuition and connect with your greatest gift. Start living in your potential today and every day by opening up to the power of inner knowledge. To learn more about Mia, visit Presciencelife.com. Tune in to the hit show Marketing Masters with Connie Fife. Mondays, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Each week, Connie will bring you the best of the best thought leaders from around the world to share marketing strategies and best practices. Get fired up to grow your business with the queen of marketing. To contact Connie, visit ConnieFifeSpeaks.com. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. Now, 
I show them a smile. I feel nice. I show them a smile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Austin, before we kind of dive in here with some details, please let folks know how they can find out more about you. I know that you also offer services to people to help them get their crowdfunding initiative started and much more. Um, But please uh, let folks know, if you could, the best way to get a hold of you. Yeah, the best way is um, via my email, which is startupfever9 at gmail.com. And I also wanted to let your listeners know that I will answer any two questions they have uh, via email about crowdfunding. So if you don't get your question answered, please feel free to shoot me that and I'll I'll help you out the best I can. And um, I also offer consulting services, obviously, for crowdfunding, but also for kind of vocational guidance as well, if people are looking in that arena. Um, And you can look more about that at my website at www.crowdfundforlife.com. And what I want to say to everybody out there, uh, and let's talk about this before we kind of jump to the question I thought we were going to get to. But, you know, it is really a red pill or blue pill question. Here's what I've discovered on the way to learning about crowdfunding, Austin. Now, I really would love for you to talk about this. Um, we're part of a crowdfunding process that it, there's nothing like it on the planet because it takes the best of multi-level marketing and the best of crowdfunding. And, you know, this approach is about asking people if they have a dream and desire and then help them move through the process, which is truly about a pay it forward initiative. And of course, it's more, you know, there's a little bit more to it. But here's the question, really. Along the way, as I started to talk to people about their dream, folks don't realize that they actually have a dream. So it's kind of like, and I think this is your mission, is to really help people be educated. It's kind of like, well, wait a minute. That crowdfunding thing, that's for Dr. Pat. That's for Austin, the entrepreneur guy, right? But that's not for me. I'm never going to be able to pay my student loans off. Can you really, can you just educate us about, okay, is there any project too big, too small? What have you discovered? No, there really is unlimited potential here as far as starting small and then ramping your way up. Because what crowdfunding does is it develops trust. And that's what you want to establish in your campaign as well. But it develops trust between you and the community of people who support your dream. So even if your projects start small, if you say, hey, I don't, you know, I've got, I don't have two dimes to, to rub together, it doesn't matter. It, what matters is the fact that you're coming out with a genuine statement of intention to the public and you're sharing your ideals and your work ethic and your kind of greater contribution to the world. And people, no matter what happens, have to respect that. You know, they, they may um, naysay here and there, but they have to respect the fact that someone came on came forward with an honest intention to try and put their best, best foot forward and, and help some people out and build something new. And I think that once you start building that trust and that respect, you can only do bigger and bigger things. And I think in the future, a lot of people will, instead of going to college, they might jump straight into crowdfunding and crowdfund their own kind of career uh, because it is it is a viable option for people because you're just slowly building a bigger and bigger audience, especially with the 
kind of author platform and a lot of the newer ways to make a living out there. I I really love this idea because you know I I, I and let me just talk about two parts of this red pill blue pill whatever the pill is and for those of you that are not familiar with the with, with the, the reference uh, one of my all time favorite uh, flicks is the Matrix uh, uh, and there are two movies that I absolutely adore that you've included in here many people don't even know the Blade Runner but actually I understand they're actually going to redo it. Um, but here's the thing I love about this. Um, one of the things that we are talking about is, on one end of the spectrum, young people. I don't even know what the label is for the generation anymore. On the <laughs> other end of the spectrum, uh, and one of our new channels, uh, is Ageless Radio for people on the other end of the spectrum. Don't we want to include the 50 shades of crowdfunding here if we could? All of them. No, I would I would more than love to, and I have uh, personally helped um, one of my older family friends, who heck he's in his seventies now, and literally I was able to not single handedly. Of course, he put out a ton ton of effort, but I was able to help him go from literally working a retail job because he'd just fallen upon hard times. He used to be an executive, and you know then there's age discrimination and this and that. And now he's got his own successful wine engraving business. He goes around and engraves wine bottles and uh, he does really, you know, is doing really well for himself. So I, I'm all for that. And I think it's, it's sad that we don't include the, the older community because yeah. they're just as entrepreneurially minded, if not more. And they, you know, definitely have proven themselves. So, yeah. And, and not only that. It, it really is, it, as you point out in the book several times, is that, you know, imagine a team of people coming together that represent multiple generations of not only, not only what they know, but about their values and their desires. I mean, there's something so incredible that happens to creativity when we discover that we can use our imagination. And you, you, you talk about a number of different things in the book. I mean, you have stories, zero to hero. Um, you talk about purpose-based e economics. But the one thing that I, I walked away with throughout the book is that, is this, is that you can. It's this, you can do it, Austin, that you've so beautifully woven into the book. You can, you know, not like, oh, maybe this is for a few people. What is your vision and your mission, so to speak, to help people be successful at this? What, what do you want to bring to the table here? I would like people to have it a bit easier than I had it when I was starting out with my businesses because no one ever really presented any of these options for me. Obviously, they weren't even really in existence at the time. Uh, but I think if we teach young people that, hey, you know, you're not always going to like the work you're going to do if you're doing it with someone else, and you're not even always going to like the work that you do if you choose it yourself. <laughs> but if you put in the hard work, there is a dream out there with your name on it, and you're entitled to it. You know, you're alive. You're making things happen for yourself. So, my, I want to help young and old to follow their vision and realize that it's never too late to kind of make your mark on the world. I mean, 
It's the best way I can put it. Awesome. For those of you out there, uh, we want to make sure that if you have questions, you can give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. Make sure you get a hold of Mr. Benny and give us your questions. Um, What are the mistakes? Let's just jump to a question about the mistakes you've seen people make. And I I hate the term mistakes, but I want to cut right to the chase here if we could. (laughs) You, You know, what are the potholes people step in? What have you seen? Again, it's launching too early, launching over optimistically. Uh, here's the thing. If you want to raise over $10,000, you really need to take this thing seriously. You need to really go home and put your thinking cap on and write yourself out a business plan and have a plan A, B, C, and D for your marketing efforts. If you don't go home and do that, then you're you're you know praying on a dream um, and you know wishing on a dream, and it's just um, you. You're going to need assistance. You're going to need, you know, a good video. You're going to need solid ad copy, and you're just going to need to have all the basics covered. And then probably you're going to need to reach out to other people with a larger influence than you do and establish a good rapport. And a lot of people also try and do that too fast and too furious. It's like it's like asking a, a good-looking person on a date within the first five seconds of meeting them. You're not going to have <laughs> a good result with that. <laughs> so people try and do that with crowdfunding. Hey, you want to go out with me? You want to go out with me? And uh, the community doesn't respond to that. You have to build relationships, meaningful relationships, and can convince people in a genuine way that, hey, this is a project that will help you, me, and everyone else that gets involved. Um, One of the things, too, is let's talk about the way crowdfunding works logistically. Many of the crowdfunding sites you go to have various levels of donation, right? Various levels of contributions. Uh, And many of the websites say, if you donate at this level, you get this. If you donate at this level, you get this. Is there like a magic formula for how to figure that out, Austin? (laughs) You know, I would look to other campaigns that have been successful. There's no Mm -hmm. need to reinvent the wheel. You do need good perks, and you need legitimate perks that pertain to your campaign. You definitely don't want the generic T-shirt. I mean, who who wants a T-shirt with someone's campaign written on it? I mean, I'm sure it's worked for a few things, but unless you have a very, very stylish T-shirt, I don't think it's, it's the way to go. You need things that are meaningful and unique. It's, it's got to be unique, and a lot of times it's experience-based. So you want to offer people some kind of once-in-a-lifetime or very rare experience that they can get into. I mean, when we look at the weirdest campaign, it's obviously got to be the potato salad guy. Have you heard of him? No, go ahead. Tell everybody, because folks probably haven't. Tell us about the potato salad guy. Potato- I, I have another weird one, too, but you tell you're weird. But this is definitely weird, the potato salad guy. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, the potato salad guy set out to raise $25. That was his campaign goal and ended up raising $70,000 or right around there to make potato salad. And he did it because it was hilarious. Uh, all of his different perks were things like, I will yell out your name while I'm making the potato salad if you give me $20. There's all these very strange, quirky things, but people just loved it. It went viral, and there was a lot of humor behind it. And he also timed it with the 4th of July, which was a Google kind of analytics thing where people were searching for potato salad. So the guy put a lot of thought into it and you know, way overshot his marks. So he did a, he did a great campaign. 
Well, you know, we're going to hear about that great campaign and, campaign and others. Uh, many of you are thinking to yourself, well, wait a minute. What if I have something more sophisticated? Well, you might want to check out Exploding Kittens. Now, even though that sounds like a strange thing, trust me, it's not. The, it's a game. But what happens when you need some help with the creativity part of this? How do you go about getting some help from people? And how do you do this if you really don't know what comes first or the what comes last? We're going to take a short break when we come back. Uh, Austin's not going to talk about, you know, here's, here's where we talked about starting. Where do you want to go? And how do you set that project goal? What happens if you don't meet it? That and much more right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, For those of you out there, as I've said before, you want to go find out more, go to the website, crowdfunding4forlife.com. Check it out. You'll find out more about Austin. You'll find out what else he does, especially if you're looking at, I love this, vocational coaching. Yes, you should know where you're going even if you're only going to be there for a little while. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. I know that I can't do no wrong. And when I hold you in my arms, my love can't do me no harm. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners, award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. You got attitude, keys to the rescue. Adjust your attitude with Keys Clear Protein Waters. So refreshing. Just a few sips of Keys will give you a whole new outlook, thanks to 22 grams of the happiest protein on earth. Tongue tingling tasty without the guilt of naughty or nasty ingredients. If that doesn't put a smile on your face, maybe you need to drink too. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. On Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please, dot com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into to help. Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Are you ready to tap into the healer within? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the real doctor is the source that lives within you, that heals within you minute by minute every day? The healer within is the innate intelligence of the human body. When we cut our hand with a piece of glass, we don't have to command the body to close the wound and grow new skin. It knows how to heal itself. 
We do have to nourish the skin by disinfecting it and remove the glass or it cannot heal. The Innate Healer relies upon us to assist in this healing process. Our role is to identify its needs, provide the substances required for the healing, and remove the obstacle. Contact us to achieve optimal health at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. The following audio is via a Skype call. You, Benny, 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 Benny. Oh, sorry, we're back on. Oh, adorable. I love you, Benny. Hey, I love Austin too. I can't <laughs> wait to see what we do together. And you know why? Because, boy, for those of you out there, I know I've talked to many of you who have stepped out in the stepped out into the world of crowdfunding. And you know, it's interesting, Austin. They stepped out into the world of crowdfunding, put their best foot forward, did not get the results they wanted did not meet their goal and you're going to help us understand what happens when that happens and we're so discouraged that they didn't come back for the second time right and i know you work with people all over the globe to help them can you talk with us for a little bit about okay if you if you if you if you just don't get it the first time how do i pick myself up how do i do it again and you have some phenomenal success stories. I'd love for you to talk a little bit there about that. Yeah, most definitely. Well, as far as you know, when it doesn't work out, you mm. definitely don't need to worry. You know, the, the main thing is don't beat yourself up. The the important part is you got in the ring and you you know took some hits. It's not a big deal. Um, you're gonna win another fight. There, there's never a you know story that I know where someone who tried and tried still failed. Um, I think people almost always succeed if they have a semi-realistic goal in mind. And so the thing is, you've already built a warm audience. People already know what your project is capable of. You may just need to go back to the drawing board with your message. Why didn't your message resonate with the people you are? Um, pitching it to so to speak why aren't people connecting with your vision and how can you offer them more value in their personal life um, to uh, to help them and it needs to be less about you more about them I think that's always a great ground rule for yeah. all these campaigns because if people aren't going to directly benefit yeah people can be a little selfish so you kind of want to pander to the ego or pander to the selfishness and that's not bad that's just kind of how you got to do it sometimes so it's it's just a way of doing business and um it's it's being able to connect with your audience and again you got to bait them with a carrot somehow to to kind of get them because you got to realize you're going to benefit these people long term so however you kind of get them into your um your network in the beginning is is good and that'll that'll help them um, with regards to starting over, yeah. I think the second chance campaigns have a, a lot better um, success statistics. So I don't know what the exact statistics are, but I remember they're at least double the initial success ratings. So you may make some mistakes the first time. That's natural. You're starting a business. You're doing something new. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is, I have never begun any adventure for which I was adequately prepared. I know. I haven't either. I thought that was just me. You too? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about this. Radio show was it. You know, for me, uh, 13 years ago, uh, thanks to a forward-looking station uh, called uh, KKNW AM 1150, uh, the only one, by the way, on the planet, and pretty much, you know, still in the forefront to have alternative talk. And I bought my first hour of airtime because I didn't hang up on a wrong number, right? But I didn't know what I didn't know. I did not know. I made more mistakes. That's why today, you know, my passion and what we're known for is helping other budding radio hosts not step into the potholes. How do you go about that? How how do you work with others from a consulting point of view to help them map out their projects? And I think you do this, right, as a, as a consultant, correct? Yeah, yeah, I most definitely do. I think we're having some Skype issues there, I Pat. Know. All right, so let me, uh, if you want to just kind of fill in there for a second. Yeah, I will fill in for All a right, second. go for it. I, I, I want to just tell everybody, look, this uh, Austin is really, uh, Austin, you've joined me here today. Crowdfunding isn't changing the game. It has already changed. I love this. You know, Startup Fever is the book, and it prepares you for the coming change in entrepreneurial America. I love this. If I had more hours in the day, I'll tell you what I would be doing. I would be on every campus of every university for people that are first-time students as well as people that have gone back to school. And I would talk to them about what Austin has put together. So I want to tell you guys out there, if you haven't gotten the book, please go ahead and get it. It is for executives, workers, garage innovators, uh, somebody like me that sold hot dogs at a young age that wants to radically widen your perspective on what's possible. I have been part of nonprofit organizations, and I will tell you that fundraising the old school way is not just hard work, but it is also disappointing. It is backbreaking. But thanks to Austin, he has come out in the world and has said, you know what? It just doesn't have to be that way. Austin, thank you so much for all that you do. We've got a few minutes left. Just tell people, if you could, I know it's a short period of time, how you help others. And I know you've had several successful campaigns, which is great. So how do you work with others? I help others to craft exactly a step-by-step plan, how they're going to proceed over a 12 to 16-week period to draft the campaign of their dreams and what the um you know what the actual goal that they need is versus what they uh, think they need. That's a big part is determining the actual amount. You don't you don't you don't want to under undercut yourself and not have enough money to launch your your business. So that's another big thing, another you know pothole for people. So anyway, I draft a, a long term plan and then I work with them on a weekly basis to make sure that they're hitting their goals and then re adjust the, the plan and tweak the plan as needed based on the you know real-time feedback I'm obviously getting from them on the ground. And I obviously refer them to a, a myriad of other marketing services and things like that to take all the pressure off. You know, you can, you, you don't have to do it all yourself. And if you try and do it all yourself in crowdfunding, you're usually going to break your own um, back. So you want to want to delegate and have a solid team because people Everyone has this field of expertise, and the more you can, you know, lean on their their bank of wisdom and knowledge, the the better off you're going to be. Um, I just recently helped uh, Sheila Gale, another uh, host, to start a revolutionary proud, um, prayer network service via crowdfunding, which had never been done before. So that was a really exciting success that we we had together. And I love that. 
And so we're going to be filling you all in on how Austin is going to help us launch our dream as well, because the time has come. You know, you all have said that, you know, you want more of this kind of talk radio. And, you know, when we have decided to venture a little bit off the, you know, the path that we're on, you helped us come back. Austin, thank you so much for today. And I would love for you to share your personal message and, again, give out your website. Thank you for all that you do. Well, my personal message message is for everyone to believe in themselves and to believe that a vocation is possible and is, is out there for them. You know, I always ask people to ask themselves the question, what can I bring to the world that no other person in particular can bring to the world? And that's something my mentor imparted upon me. Um, so I think that's important. And so it may take a lifetime, but you should be able to, to figure that one out eventually. Um, also, my website is www.crowdfund4forlife.com. I love it. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. You're going to be hearing more from uh, Austin, and I hope you've heard something here today that will help you pick up yourself and decide, am I going to live an epic life? We, for all of us here at Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Net- Network, hope that you pick a resounding Yes. Thank you all for tuning us in. We'll see you next time.